0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Vino Volley. I'm your host, Mike Wall, and along with me is my co-host, Ryan Rebecca.
1: I'm me, you're Mike.
0: Oh, man, <laughs> just jammed me up there. I, ex- I didn't expect that. Well, welcome. You, me, me how us. are you?
1: I am well. I am well. It is the royal a, we. The royal we. We are still in the kind of the doldrums of winter. We were uh, got a little bit of snow. Got a little bit of rain. We got some ice. And then it all turned to mud.
0: Well, it was so we had it was, you know, beautiful. The snow was out. And then my dog took several hot shits in it. Oh, yeah. So they were, but then we had a dusting. So it was nice. Yep. And then all the rain just made a lot of just wet, soggy shits. And of course, like, it's always when it's like just got to the point where I'm like, I really should go out there and clean it that the, the dude comes to fill up the oil tank. And I'm like, <laughs> he must... We actually... They wrote a note once. We were just like, can you... Come on. Pi- oh, yeah. Which, I, personally, I, part of me was just like, go fuck yourself. But part of me was just like... I'm going to shit on my own lawn. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to take a hot steamer right in your wheelhouse. But it's always the case. like, So I'm just like, oh, god damn it. So I'm just like waiting for a note. But luckily, I mean, if you did step in a landmine, it was... So, yeah. So I'm just waiting for that nice frost because... One of my one of my not favorite pastimes but is I get a couple of rubber gloves on yeah. and a trash bag. Yep. Yeah. And I just go picking up frozen dookies. Yeah. You know, instead of like a shovel or like individual bags, just you know, just me and my me and my trash bag and my gloves, just give, throwing, throwing dookies in a give bag. Give them the tools that God gave you. That's right. That's right. So yeah. So we'll just wait for that frost. But yeah, yeah no, it's uh it's other than that, any uh any new doings going on? Uh, No, we had that?
1: a travel hockey tournament. We were up in the great white north of the great state of Maine. Up there. Over oh, there. there. It was good. Boys took second place. I feel like my son, like... I meant un- to ask,
0: how many teams in total were there?
1: Because one didn't show. One didn't show, but it was like a eight-team okay, so round-robin. The best two teams okay, faced each that was other like, in the finals. Did
0: they get second out of four when one no, team did no, show? No, okay.
1: no. so okay. it was like you play... You play three games, and then the you know the best two teams duke it out. Gotcha. But it really, wasn't so much a duking as it was just an utter thrashing. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was a good getaway. Portland's always an awesome city to visit. Great food, even for it being cold up there. Like the restaurant scene's awesome. You know, the stores were still open, so that was cool. Watched my son play and like hit a new level—that was cool. Nice. And now uh, we are rounding the corner on hockey season. We're starting indoor soccer. Next weekend oh, as well. Oh, I think so. I knew
0: he did indoor soccer. Is this new? This is new. This okay. Is new.
1: So I deferred to my assistant coach. I was like, I don't have the capacity. So yeah. he got everything ready to go. So when Ryder and I can show up, we show up. And Beautiful. luckily he doesn't have to run. He where's can just the, play where's, the, where's he playing? Uh, four kicks.
0: Okay. In? Marlborough. Marlboro. Yep. Nice. So
1: I think next weekend we'll literally go from hockey to soccer.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So whatever. He doesn't have to run. He's a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Any new doings with you? Justin and I hung out. We uh, racked the wine. Uh, so you know, took all the wine out of the barrels to see if there's any sediment. It looks clean. Yeah. It's got it's got nice flavor, nice color to start. So really excited to see how it it ages in the barrel. Awesome. So hung out hung out for a little bit there. And then we actually I think met up with them like the subsequent weekend. We went and met him in Providence, went to like the children's museum, which actually was pretty cool children's museum and then went to den den it's a korean fried chicken place which is just it's the best fried chicken ever really oh yeah okay yeah it's unreal i like that yeah definitely right. you know good shout out to den den <laughs> there if they're listeners why i don't know why they would be but yeah it's amazing but yeah other than that just uh, been grinding kind of again in that lull watching the you know the transfers watching you know a couple of the, the carabao cup games or caribou I th- i've always called it carabao because that's how like the english announcers yeah it, it like... sounds right but isn't it a caribou like isn't it the way you spell like the animal the caribou like c-a-r-b you
1: know honestly i just found out it was an energy drink it is i think so if i read everything correct caribou is a
0: is it energy drink i believe so oh i already hit the table yep that was a light one though. I don't know if that'll that'll register. But yeah, so enjoying that, and we'll we'll probably we'll obviously touch upon you know that as as, as the main topic, but
1: Carabao energy drink. Oh.
0: yeah. What do you know?
1: We are continuing damp, slightly wet January, right? Moist January. Moist January. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so this will be. I did. I obviously had to taste the wine when we reacted just to make Got sure it. there weren't any things, any large concerns. So this will be the third third drink okay. i've had um and we'll, we'll we'll run it out to you know february 1st and then watch out yeah yeah, <laughs> you know gotta <laughs> gotta pick up time but a couple a couple maintenance items before we kind of right. get into it we are anything but honest anything but honest uh so for first and foremost the uh michael honesty hour so last episode i made a comment i'm we talking about getting you know lean and mean yep i hope it got a few laughs When I talked about stuffing a Christmas tree into a garbage bag, that was not originated by me. Okay, it came to my attention. I I knew someone had told me it. I I couldn't remember who, but my lovely brother-in-law, Bill Barnes, he uh, coined the phrase. Was the first time I, you know, he was the first person I ever heard said it. Thought it was hilarious. I've used it several times. So shout out to Bill. I know he's a listener. Thanks for the line, and hope you know our other listeners enjoyed
1: it. Very honest. Unlike uh, the comedian, who was it, Carlos Mencia, who was stealing everybody's jokes? Was that him? You don't know what I'm talking about. No, oh. I, I
0: mean vaguely, but not enough to like. Yeah. Waste my time. You're not him, right? Yeah. I'm not Carlos Mencia. You are not. Yeah,
1: I think it, that's ringing a bell, though. Or it was right. the other guy with the sitcom? The name escapes
0: me. Continue. <laughs> On to the Crofty Cultural <laughs> Correction Hour.
1: Not it too is much. tough to
0: say. It is. It, I, I really backed myself into a corner with that tongue twister. Not really as a correction, but more. Uh, it was funny, you know, last episode when we were talking about favorite movies, I thought, hey, you know, we got this, you know, listener from the UK might be able to give us some movies. Yep. So the life of him, every single movie he provided me wasn't even about soccer or football. So then, after listening to the podcast, he's like, Oh, hooligan movies. He's like, I've got several. So I would figure. So The Football Factory is apparently like the original gangster of hooligan films. So there's one for our listeners, if you haven't. I mean, I haven't seen any of these, so I might just throw them on the list. ID, apparently, this is a true story. So that's another one. Okay. Case is another one. It's a West Ham true story. He's a West Ham fan, so the last two. And then Rise of the Foot Soldier, also a West Ham true story. So a couple footy movies hooligan movies things to kind of broaden your palate if you're if you're in the mood so add those to the list if if you have not
1: truth be told i was going for almost like a a football hooligan
0: get up tonight uh yeah i'm just waiting for you to just keep asking where your gabagool is
1: it's a it's a it's an audio medium it, an audio but medium explain, but explain what you're looking at right now
0: i'm looking at the most italian looking person i can ever think of he's got damn near the full velour tracksuit. He's got the Italian, it's the horn, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, and hairs. I mean, it's a beautiful head of hair. Thank you. Slicked back. I feel like we should take a picture, but I honestly don't want to post that. Oh, yeah. And the the bright white sneakers. Yeah. So it's... it's oh, I,
1: I should be sitting on a corner right now, smoking a cigarette, just yelling at people whom I don't like on the street.
0: Exactly. So just, you know what? We're going to use our imaginations. You see what we look like, hopefully, on the website just picture ryan and probably just the most italian looking medium you could think of yeah and that's that's what i have to stare at for the next hour
1: just listen to my voice anyway
0: so the other part
1: up up in your ears oh
0: god you don't want to be up in anything so the other thing that pat talked about actually during the most punchable face was the game football manager so he gave me a little bit of insight into it because when I read the email, honestly, I honestly had no fucking idea no what idea. he was talking about. And it kind of came through the way I read it because it was just like the, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> like, so apparently it is, as, as stated, you are a football manager. And it's not it's not like a FIFA where you're kind of like a first person, mm-hmm. but you do soup to nuts, everything. Really? You arrange trainings, take press conferences, buy and sell players, build your brand, uh, scout players. And that, like, even down to, as he was saying, the very nitty-gritty where if, like, a player's got a cold, you can decide to play them or bench them or, like, kind of, like, set them off in, in their own training. So, he says that, you know, it's the beauty of it, besides the fact that it's just a huge obsession, yep. is you just, you get so much knowledge about the game because it's all, like, the interworking. So, I did take a look at it. It's 50-something bucks on the... Because the brand new one, 2024, just came out. Okay. So 50-something bucks on the PlayStation Store. Probably the same thing on Xbox. Yeah. Not ready to pull the trigger at that price, but it doesn't okay. me if, if I do see like a $30, $20 buy. Probably Ooh. pull the trigger and see what it's all about. Because I get
1: the Xbox Game Pass, so I wonder if I can just like stream that and give that
0: a run. It's good. It's it's literally called Football Manager 24. All right. so right. I'll see what it's all about. So, Pat, thanks for that. You might, might have two... I mean, it doesn't do you any good, but... We Next, may, we may next become...
1: episode, I just have like circles under my eyes, and yeah, I'm just like... like, oh god. <sighs> no, I just really it's started been such a week,
0: much, like, <sighs> I'm losing the locker room. I can't
1: run four four two anymore.
0: <laughs> but I think that clears up the
1: housekeeping aspect of things.
0: Yep. Yep. So to all our vino voliers out there, it's time to pop those corks, indulge in a healthy pour, and dive stud showing into today's episode. So Ryan. Shall you? Shall you?
1: I shall. I shall. Today, we are going to be enjoying the Silk and Spice Red Blend from the Vintage 2021, if my facts are correct, and I believe they are. Uh, it is a red blend from Portugal. Uh, let's see. Wine.com has it as a 91 point You're looking wine at enthusiast.
0: Spice Road, correct? Or not? are you just looking at the regular yeah. Silk and Spice? Silk and Spice. No. That's the regular. Fuck! So this... We talked about this beforehand. There's Silk Route, yep. Spice Road, I'm and pretty then just sure, Silk I'm and Spice. I'm pretty
1: sure they were both the same geographic location. I'm pretty sure a lot of people died trying to get spices back and forth to India. Not for nothing. All right, hold on. Spice Road. Spice Road. Spice Road. Holiday Road. Holiday
0: Road.
1: So today, we are going to be drinking the... From Silken Spice, it is the Spice Road Red Blend. It is is a Portuguese red blend. The tasting notes are as follows. An intense ruby color. This wine has an intense, very intense, that's twice, aroma of ripe black fruit accompanied by notes of chocolate and spices. Full-bodied and enduring, it is balanced on the palate and invites a long, harmonious, and spicy finish. Oof. It's a lot. Whoever wrote that, Jesus. Might be my my track jacket, but it's getting a little warm in here. I
0: haven't even taken a sip. Wow. (laughs) Machi Machi.
1: All right, shall we? Yep. Such good acoustics. So from opening it up, and I noticed it as soon as you open the bottle, it is like, it gets right up in your nostrils. I'm up in your ears, and this wine's all up in my nostrils. Like, it has a very potent smell from several feet away. No, very excited. Big, kind of like jammy smell right off the go. As it pertains to legs, they're there. I mean, the
0: color is... When we talk about squid ink, like, this damn near close. Like, this is... I'm holding it up to the light. I'm, like, literally holding it up to a wall sconce, and I cannot see it on the other side. Like, that's how dark it is.
1: So, alcohol content-wise, I believe this came in right at... 13 percent so like not terrible yeah kind of in the middle for what we've experienced so let's see tasting wise so we're expecting black fruit spice definitely the ruby color chocolate and spices okay let's see what we got here i get plum does have a little bit of a tart like a almost like a plum skin taste to it finishes a little cleaner
0: that's what I'm getting
1: right off the bat. What do you got?
0: Um, I'm smelling, I'm definitely smelling a little peppery on the nose. Mm-hmm. Not too much like berry smell. I'm
1: getting chocolate on the nose too. I'm not getting it taste wise, but I am getting like a dark chocolate. Like a
0: cacao, like a 99% oh, cacao. I mean, it's definitely bold. I taste the black fruit. I, I see what you're saying with the plum. Like I can definitely see that. So this is only this is matured in stainless steel
1: tanks exclusively. So I wonder if as this opens up will it develop like the same warmer like tones and tastes as it would be if it was like aged at all in oak.
0: No, I mean that's probably why you're not getting any vanilla because mm-hmm. it's not in oak. Um but yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see if if we can hit some of the Nuanced notes like the cinnamon or clove. I mean, I'm not. I'm not getting as much of the chocolate as, as you are, but I mean, it's well. It's well balanced. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's not too tannic. It it it's it is a, a tad a tad dry. Yep. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's bold. Oh, it's bold. It is bold, bold. but yeah. not in like a boozy
1: way. You right. know, like thirteen and a half percent. I misspoke.
0: But still, again, like thirteen and a half percent. Like that's not that's not crazy no. and it doesn't feel like it's not like a boozy taste it's just it's a big flavor no when we did the Messiah when we did the lemonese wine like that was y- that look like you
1: that was yeah you knew you were in for you were hopping on the horse and going for a ride exactly yeah
0: But, again so good I like it uh to start we'll see we'll see how it changes yeah to kind of tie it all in you know we were obviously as kind of alluded to early in the episode. We were just kind of in this lull of, we needed a spark, right? We needed something to spice things up. So that's why we did the spice road specifically. Uh, But today's episode is really focusing on where we're in the the halfway point. Obviously games have just started to pick back up, but we're still in that January transfer window. Yep. For lack of a better word, the first half of the season is done and dusted. So we kind of wanted to just talk about Maybe our thoughts on the how the first half of the season is gone. Maybe some memorable moments, mm-hmm. things that stuck out to us. I also have you know concocted a couple different stats that I thought were interesting based on like the first half of, of the season that we'll we'll talk about as well. I dig and, it. And then again, the last thing we'll kind of touch upon is we are in the January transfer window, so you know a couple maybe some some key signings, maybe players that have gone out the door, mm-hmm. you know that we thought were interesting, and then more so. Uh, players that have come into certain teams. Now, obviously, we won't be able to get all of them because deadline day is, I think, the last... It's, like, the last day in January. Okay. But oop, just, like,
1: oop. notable things of note from the season Correct. thus far.
0: So, start things off is the current, you know, state of the league. Yes. And for us, mm-hmm. it couldn't be better. It's great. Because Liverpool are top of the league, and right now... Because City hasn't played yet. They still have a game in hand. Mm-hmm. We are five points clear.
1: As of January 25th, yes. Correct.
0: Yep. And so, again, you know, the the understanding is City's probably going to win that game. I think we looked at the, like, the next few games, and they're, they are they are the games. So th- the idea is they're probably going to be two points behind, which, again, it's always great to be in the driver's seat, but you got to think that... They always do it, right? They kind of like, City kind of, they get their, they work their kinks out in the first Mm. half of the season. They get their losses out of the way, the draws out of the way. And then the second half of the season, they're just going to fucking tear and go like win like 14 straight. Yeah. So you got to assume, but that being said, the only loss, air quotes, loss that Liverpool have is probably one of the more memorable moments from the first half is where VAR called the no goal, when it was an absolute goal, and yep. realized their error in the moment, and didn't have the foresight or the fucking stones stones to just call and be like, "Call, yeah. call a stop to play. I messed up. It's a goal given. Yep. You know, we could have could have gone on and, and, and won that game or at least a draw. So, yep. I like where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal's a, an interesting one. You know, where do they, they sit now? There. Uh, they are third. Third, but with I mean... 43,
1: they, so th- they are tied with both Manchester City and Aston Villa.
0: I mean, Aston Villa, we tied... Scrappy
1: talk, Aston Villa we, team.
0: I mean, that's like the, I would say, they're they're one of the bigger talking points of the of the season. Zuna Emery's doing, doing great things, mm-hmm. but Arsenal, I think at one point, again, early on, but they had like an eight-point lead in first place. Yeah. And they, yeah, took an absolute fucking dump, as Arsenal does. So we'll see if they can turn it it's around. like the
1: tortoise and the hare. They just get off to a quick start and then they freaking, you know,
0: get run over. Yeah. They, yeah. they sputter out and
1: they'll find themselves somewhere between my guess is like third and sixth. Yeah. Once yeah, we'll all said and done.
0: But yeah. So Rye, any overall thoughts, memories, anything uh, stand out to you? Without
1: going through the whole table, uh, no notable things is some of the bigger clubs, Manchester United right now sits at eighth just an absolute dumpster fire all around just like can't figure it out
0: like yeah you know yeah it's I mean it, it's it's real I mean we we alluded to it but it's a question of is it the system is it the players you know it's it's not like uh, Ten Hag hasn't had the ability to bring in some players but right. has he been able to bring in the specific players he wants? So it, it's kind of, it goes, it goes, they got Sancho out, you know, he's obviously back in Borussia Dortmund. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of got that, that headache on, but they got a new CEO. They actually just hired Manchester City's oh, CEO. Okay. So interesting. They, you know, new money coming in. Uh, the guy who owns Ineos, uh, James Ratcliffe, I think it is, is the name. Okay. Again, we might be on the Mike Wall Correctional, you know. <laughs> Daniel Ratcliffe. Daniel Ratcliffe. Yeah. Not Elijah Harry Wood. Biden. Not Elijah Wood. So new money coming in. A guy who also is made a point that he's going to oversee all transfers, mm-hmm. and has already talked about like players f- that he's like we're gonna fucking get out of here, yeah. like kind of clean house. Cut so the fat, yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's a, you know they're still in the hunt. You know they could still make a charge and make it to fourth. But yeah, they are. It for who you know for the name that's on the yeah. is on the crest. Like it is, it's a tough spot to be in eighth place. Follow that up with ninth
1: place which is
0: Chelsea. Yeah.
1: Which again you love to see it happen unless you're a fan of that club because they just threw so much money at players and that is another absolute freaking flaming train wreck dumpster fire.
0: Yep. 100% and, more.
1: and like there's no sign of like that team figuring it out.
0: They have they have moments. And I think it's one of those where they're starting to fire up front. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be one of those seasons where you're not going to be winning gritty 1 0 where you just kind of like you scored a goal and then you've, you know, you stood on your head to kind of keep. It's going to be, we need to score more goals than the other team. Like they're they're a team that need to score probably two or three because you got to figure they're going to concede a few. Yeah. Because it just it's not it's not working i mean they've got 600 million in that midfield and not not much to show for it again you can still things can turn around but yeah. you'll love to see it yeah
1: sure other notable things team wise young scrappy luton town just battling to get out of rele- relegation and you really hope for it like you do you'd love for them to stay up like it's a, they, it's a true and, underdog story like,
0: and they may have a lifeline. They might. Because now, not once, but for the second time, Everton have been charged with breaches of financial fair play along with Nottingham Forest. So if you figure Nottingham Forest, if it's their first infraction, if yeah. it's one... I would assume it stands to reason they're going to get hit with at least a 10-point deduction. Yeah. So, you got the table up. Where are Nottingham Forest right now?
1: They are in 16th. They have 20 points.
0: So, they're right outside the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. And so, the say, a 10-point deduction, they're going to be dropped to... They'll go
1: to 10th. They'll be tied with Sheffield.
0: Yep. At 10th. So, that'll take Luton Town. Right? And then Everton now fucking can't it's... figure it out. <laughs> and again, I... There's there's two parts to me, right? One, it's Everton, so yeah. like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I hope you yeah. know. The other part is this: how how is City not? Apparently they they have scheduled. They a set it rough... well. Okay, they're like we set a date. We can't tell you when it is. The only thing I can think of is because okay, it's one in like other teams one breach of financial fair play. Okay, clear cut. Like we've got it. We've got the paperwork. 115, it probably takes a lot of research to get all those 115 infractions. So maybe that's yeah. why it's taking longer. But yeah, so Everton, again, could be hit with another 10-point. They could be even hit with the worst deductions. So that's two teams that are right on the cusp right now, right? Because Everton is... Everton is in 17. 17. So that's two teams that could take 10-point deductions. Town's not looking that bad. And man, if there ever was a team that I would want to stay up... yep. It is looting time. Now, living after, living after living no, living. I didn't, but a couple of people took real shots at good old Alfie. Oh, and, Alfie? And he. He's a good boy. He's been on a tear. He's, I think. He's ripping and tearing. He's, he's been, he's been something else. Hey, so. You get the bump. You know, he's just like, <laughs> he heard about this fucking no-name podcast. These
1: fucking wankers. Yeah. He's fucking yanks. And just goes frigging
0: scorched plague. That's it. So yeah, a lot, a lot to be. This I mean, there's a lot of soccer left. So that is true. Luton Town. My last thing I want to
1: add in, because okay. I know you've got stats, you did the reading.
0: I mean, the read. The listeners know by now what what each of us brings to the table. And this is good. This
1: might not sit well with certain people, but I think one of the more notable things that have happened in the Premier League mo- most recently. Which hopefully doesn't come to bite us in the ass is the return of Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, whom is probably one of my favorite favorite players outside of you know out of outside of Liverpool or a couple like other international players. That are just like you know what, like his game, like his story, it's Just like so reliable, so dependable, always yeah. a workhorse. Just like is a guy that seems like takes coaching is always a team player, and always makes the right decision. So, great to see him back. Yep. It also terrifies me. Yep. Because
0: he's just going to be slinging absolute di- – I mean, you saw it in the yeah. the Newcastle game. Like, they got their, they got their teeth kicked in, hmm? but then came back. He comes on and throws up a goal and an assist. Yeah. Boom, game done and dusted. Like, that's just what he can do. And it his face is so red, but it also, like, never seems like he, like – Gets out of like second gear, yeah. He just like uh, you know, but he is, he's probably I think one of the best midfielders the Premier League's ever seen. Yeah, you know I, I know that you're gonna, the Lamparts, the Gerrards, obviously, but I mean, he is. Yeah, he's something special. Oh yeah, 100%. and again we talk about the you know getting healthy at the right time. How well city did without him kind mm-hmm. of being the maestro in the midfield yep. being able to bring him back and you know he doesn't might not even have to start games cuz they're that strong yeah is yeah it's it's something to be concerned about um so well, hey well See, we just it, keep we hey, just keep doing you know think of it play. Th- think of it this way if we if liverpool if liverpool does the same thing that they did in the first half of the season They're going to win. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously easier said than done. We've got a a few guys who are younger to the squad, Mm -hmm. haven't been in that position. Soboslai, McAllister, basically our midfield, haven't been at the top, haven't felt that pressure Mm -hmm. when maybe potentially City have played first and now you need to win this game you get into that 60 70th minute yeah, it's, where 0 0 it's, 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 it's 1 1 exactly and so we'll see we'll see what they have i i still i loved every single signing that we brought in to be able to rebuild gravenberg uh, to yeah. rebuild Gra- gravenberg gravenberg to rebuild the midfield but i always i my hope was win the europa league Mm-hmm the one trophy that we haven't won under Klopp and then still finished top four. Yeah. Obviously I would, I would love to win the league, but I still think that there's going to be those ugly zero, zero games. Oh, it's far from over. Yeah. And you know, city's going to go on on a run. So we'll see. But so a couple other things that I took note of our boy, James Milner hit a milestone within this season. He made his 632nd start in the premier league. Puts love, him. Love to see that. Oh yeah, I mean the guy is an absolute animal. So it puts him tied for second with Ryan Giggs, and he's just 21 more starts behind the current leader Gareth Barry, who's a Everton guy. So I want Milner to beat his record. He will need to obviously play another season. There aren't, and I don't think he started every game for Brighton anyway. But right. he so he he has. Just a one-year contract with Brighton, so he wouldn't need to re-up. They wouldn't need to want to re-up, or need to find another Premier League team to beat it. But I hope he does because he's—I had my problems with him starting games, but yeah. he's—you know—he is a true, he's old school. He's a true workhorse, and I, I think I think he deserves it. Um, you know, I hate hate to point it out, but Manchester City basically went in the quadruple. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it culminated with the Club World Cup, which was. They capitalized on, and uh, you, you expected it to happen um, yeah. in uh, 2023. So, you know, they had that nice little trophy presentation with all the trophies. It is impressive, but you know what? You did it on the...
1: Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts for.
0: Well, I mean, again, you did it with all these breaches of financial fair play. So who knows how, how legitimate any of that is. Anyway, notable kicks, goals, yep. that Garnacho. Bicycle kick. Loaded. Unbelievable. No Might choice. be goal of the season. We haven't hit Manchester United yet as far as most punchable face, so I we'll won't get into too much, but he's he's Wait, in the running. I thought we did. No, we haven't done Manchester United yet. I thought that was the first one we did. We did Manchester City.
1: Yeah, right. right.
0: I'm shaking my head at Ryan right now. <laughs> Fucking guy. A couple other milestones. Salah reached 200 goals for Liverpool. He also reached like... It's like 150 or 300 starts. he he all did it within like a few games. So our main man, So, yeah. who's actually one of the injured. but though before I get into the injury list, the last one that I had what I thought was pretty memorable. <clears throat> the reason for it I was I was actually in the vineyard at the time and the game had already happened. so we had it recorded. So we, we came back. my cousin, uh, Anthony and I watched it. Eleanor was like asleep on me it was the Newcastle game. So down to 10 men. Down one, nothing. Yep. Who steps onto the pitch? My favorite, not your favorite. Darwin Nunez uh, scores two beauties. He sure did. Absolutely demoralizes Newcastle. Liverpool on to win two one. That I mean, that great game. Great, I mean, that was a that was a catalyst game for sure. Being down ten men, you know, and being it, it is crazy how teams that go down to ten men somehow become more dynamic and. Seems more threatening, but you know,
1: backs are against the wall,
0: right? But talking about Mossa's, you know, hit his milestones. Currently in Afcon, well, back from Afcon, is being injured. So I took the total number of players that are injured currently in the Premier League. Okay, there are 147 players across 20 teams that are injured. Jesus vast majority are like hamstring injuries yep. and again it all goes to you know as fans it's great you see all these cup games like so there's the, the Asian Cup there's the you know African Cup of yeah. Nations there's the Carabao Cup there's the FA Cup there's the Champions League there's Europa League mm-hmm. there was the Club World Cup and yep. then when off season you've got the Euros you've got the World Cup you've got um, Copa, America. Copa America the Gold Cup like there's the Olympics yeah it's just it's it's a lot it's a lot, and they want to, you know. Now it's they're trying to revitalize the that Super League, which so is going dumb. to be an another like just another. It's, it's just like it's it's too much for these players. Like I love watching soccer more than anything, right? But like not at the detriment to these guys, their health, their basically their their body. Like they need time to rest. So it's 147. We're halfway through. Now, obviously, guys are coming back, but like. It'll be interesting to see what the total injury is. And sometimes it's even more detrimental at the end of the season because then, you know, guys who will, you know, potentially miss like a a, cl- a tournament for their club and for their yeah, country. For the country, yeah. So, uh, but a couple other first half stats that I thought were pretty cool is number of goals. 647 total goals have been scored. I didn't do assists because I figured most of those goals have to be assisted. So the number was probably. Pretty close to close. the same. Yeah. Correct. I was yeah. like, I was running the numbers. No one's, like... going, no one's going to end to end. <clears throat> I was like, this is dumb. The other one that I thought was funny was most times hitting the woodwork at a total number of 149 times. League-wise. 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 Not yeah. just one. one yeah, but...
1: even though I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, well, it's about, it's about Well, right.
0: the person who leads the league in hitting the woodwork is none other than our own Darwin Nunez. Jesus. Five. The next closest was three. It's been more than that five feels more than that five in the premier league each game he hit it in the you're gonna learn to respect the name that's just wait by the way first player in all competitions to reach 10 goals and 10 assists before anybody else <laughs> yeah yeah
1: just imagine if he actually put the, put the ball on target stick that in your fight <laughs> and
0: smoke it he does okay i think the, the framework is still technically is close to on target Literally, anyway. Ryder and I watched
1: the last game, and he's like, "Huh?
0: Yeah, I guy, was guy fired up." Guy, in text, I finally scored. I'm like, "Yeah, you know what, Bud? He did. It's amazing. You're gonna, you're gonna learn." Anyway, 41 red cards. Don't hate it. 931 yellow cards. What's up those numbers. I mean, I want, I want. I mean, we'll yeah. see. Send them off. <laughs> Send them off. The, and then the other one that I thought was more, I didn't do the total number, but I thought it was interesting. The number of tackles, successful tackles in a game, is led by Joao Paulinha for Fulham. Dude,
1: you nailed that.
0: I always Justin. Always wanted a dog named Joao. Yeah. And so I, I know. I that's that's why I know that one. He was at ninety six tackles, and the next closest was sixty seven. That's. So and you saw, I mean, impressive. the Carabao Cup, like they kept highlighting him as the engine in that midfield mm-hmm. because he tracks. The Liverpool were looking at him, I think, before uh, at the beginning of the season, but he, I think, like dislocated his shoulder, so he wasn't going to be ready for the, like you know the first half of the season. So they they didn't end up pursuing, but an absolute machine and probably somebody who's going to go to a big team yeah. at, at one point. So uh, I thought that was interesting because he's just like he. The next person isn't even close. No. So. And then last thing is we're in the January transfer window is wanted to talk about some key players that are gone out, some key players that have come in, things that I thought were interesting. First one is Zach Steffen. And the only reason I brought this up going to the Colorado rapid was because he's the United States player. Obviously he used to be our number one goalkeeper, uh, but now it's Matt Turner. So it was after I want to say Dwight Howard, but that's not it. Tim Howard. Tim Howard. Nailed it. There we go. Tim Howard. So after Tim Howard. But yeah, he was the number one and then he was the surprising snub at the World Cup, as he, you know, would definitely should have been picked, but we'll the uh, the US men's national team episode will have its its day in the sun. Timo Werner.
1: Timo Werner.
0: I mean we didn't get enough of them at Chelsea, that so Tottenham is. thought it would be a you know, great idea to just bring this absolute stuff. You want to talk about someone who couldn't hit a cow in the ass with a shovel? It's Timo Werner, okay? He makes Darwin Nunez look like fucking Ronaldo, okay? Because that dude just cannot finish. All right? Just blue balls all over the place. Just can't, can't finish. Uh, I'm coming back to the, to the I'm English going league. i to make my statement, yeah. Sergio Regulon, so was on loan to Manchester United from Tottenham, came back and is now on loan at Brentford. Okay. Eric Dyer shipped out from Tottenham to Bayern on loan. To Th- I mean, Eric Dyer's kind of been a staple for Tottenham for a long time, so yeah. now he's with uh, good old fucking Mouth of Marbles, Harry Kane. <laughs> and then uh, this was a, a big def- defender, and there was kind of a, a bit of a brouhaha about it with uh, Radu Dragusin Ooh, there we go Okay, and he is brought in from Tottenham and I think it was like Real Madrid or something also wanted him mm-hmm. but he had already committed to Tottenham he's like oh I gave him my word and so everyone's just like you fucking idiot like yeah. what, Like if you know if you had to choose but. so he's yeah I mean they were obviously desperate for uh, a defender I, I, I watched a little bit of him he seems like a, a solid center back so we'll see what comes of it his
1: name um, sounds like a bad guy in any single action movie.
0: Yes, it does. Ben Brereton Diaz was brought in to Sheffield United from Villarreal. The, yeah, we we already brought this guy up. Well, he's in the most punchable phase, yeah. I think. But
1: he's, he's a he's a Chile Chile international, yeah, but, but he's he's as white as. Right, Wonder this, bread. I think this was
0: Pat's pick. Yeah, but he talked about you know. Making an impact, guy scored on his debut, so I thought he did. He actually
1: was like electric in that game. He was, yeah.
0: Although I still think West Ham got absolutely fucking boned. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, and then the last one, which I think is a good pickup as a loan for West Ham, is Calvin Phillips. You know, I thought he was great at Leeds. They got kind of a, a raw deal at at City, and I think Pep even made note of, he's just like, I feel bad. He's like, there are points where he should have got in and I just didn't play him and it's not right. So good for him. Good for Pep to be able to like understand like he deserves to get time. So let him out. And I think it's going to be a great way to shore up West Ham's midfield. That is good with James Ward-Prowse, but I think Thomas Suchek is a little bit of a, he's an idiot. Yeah, He looks like a Frankenstein idiot. So I I think it'll be good. Well yeah, those were, you know, kind of the the comings Notable and goings, moments. like, you know, the but either way, we're getting fired up, getting spiced up, ready for the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And for what it holds. I love it. So let's kind of wrap things up. Let's talk about how has the wine spiced up at all? Has it opened up? Has it changed? You go first. So, it's funny when I took a smell the first time, there was something that I was getting and it makes sense when you said that it was in a steel tank because you don't have that vanilla that oakiness. Yeah. You almost smell there's like a tinge to it. And I don't want to say like a metallic, it's like a metallic, metallic type. but almost like almost a little sulfide. You're not like overpowering, but just like in the in the slightest that, that that cleanliness. It's the same smell I get when when the wine is in the is in the tank yeah. that we have before it goes into the barrel. Yeah. Not it doesn't take away mm. from the wine. It just doesn't add to it. I'll say that. Right. So there's that little bit on the I nose. Agree with is it that. just? It it doesn't have. It's not rounded out as much. Not being in the oak. Taste wise, let's let's see what we got. Still getting the plum. Okay. It still is. It's a little peppery on the nose. I'm not getting any like any in the taste. And I don't. I don't get any cinnamon. I don't get any clove. No chocolate. A little chocolate, okay. but again, as you're talking about that dark, we're talking like 99 cacao. Like it's mm. it's a it's a dry, almost a little bitter, you know, bitter, but still chocolatey. Yeah. It's good. It's not blowing my socks off as the... I, I like the Silk and Spice, like yeah. their original, better than this. Okay. We haven't tried Silk Route, which uh, Justin had. He said he liked it better, so that right. might have been the best, but... Still, it's it's good. So Okay.
1: I'm going down the same road that you are. Now, you mentioned the whole stainless thing. It does have – it doesn't have a metallic taste to it, but it has this weird crispness to it versus, like, a warmth to it. So I wonder if, like, this would be – because it's, what, 60-something degrees down here. It's kept at 60 degrees, right? It gets pretty – It's it's, yeah, I mean, I don't it's have... not warm by any means. It's, like – ever so slightly chilled yeah right yeah I wonder if something like this would hold up better if it was at a room like a like a 72 just because it was in the stainless and I think it would add a little bit of warmth in something that's kind of yeah straight yep. straight through if that makes any sense so no, I, 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 I pick um, up what you're putting down so I'm formulating some numbers I get some I get some things going on yet. right now I'm confident okay so we will circle back to this. Because I'm curious as how As we always out. do. Well, yeah, we do. We've got a routine.
0: But before we do that, it's time for everybody's favorite segment of who we want to punch in the face. But you can do that. Right. So we have a couple of write-ins. Thank you to our write-ins. The first one is from Jess. Jess picked Milos Kirkes. Milos. Apparently was a clear and easy choice for punchable face. He perpetually looks like he just smelled a fart and flexes way too much. <laughs> While smelling farts? Well, you know that yeah, some people do that. So Jess, I, I I agree with you, and I'll I might piggyback off that a little later. Uh, so we will circle that, but we always appreciate the entry. Next one is from Ryder, back in the mix. He's our, bad. our favorite nine-year-old listener. And Ryder says, I chose Marcus Tavernier because he looks like a hippie on the side of the street smoking a cigarette in one of his his pictures and his celebrations look like a zombie just coming out of the ground with no brains. Yeah. He's nine. But... I mean, he put it together, and you know what he, he he went he went past the hair. I like it. Although when I'm thinking like the hippie smoking, all I can think of is Matthew McConaughey from yep. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> he uh,
1: he he dug deep for that one, and you know what he loves listening. Yeah. he loves soccer. And we so, you appreciate
0: know it. Those I will I will always take those because you you took the time. All right, you went you went in you did the research probably more than your dad. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. So Ryder, thank you for that. Good shout-out to you, and we hope you keep writing in. All right. Next up, we have Patrick. So Patrick writes, really tricky one this week. Have zero beef with Bournemouth. Even had to Google some players. My choice is Kiefer Moore. Quite simple. Looked through everyone's image and was drawn to punch him in the face the most. Googled him, played for England, C-team, and now Wales. New happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now happy with the choice. So, to piggyback off of that, Pat, I, uh, I had a brief look at Kiefer Moore because uh, when he came on against Liverpool at the weekend, he produced a really bad tackle. I think it was like right on the same leg that McAllister had I believe so. his stitches on. So I was kind of like angry. So I was like, all right, this might be my guy. And then also looking at his photos with the slick back hair and the mustache, he looks like a guy that if you asked him how high the grass was in Germany, he'd say, is this high? <laughs> and then maybe talk about the Führer or something. So... There's that, but anyway, Rye, do you want to go with your picks? Old no, pick? you
1: go. You go first. You go All first. Right. Well, I, I,
0: I think I'm, I think I'm gonna go for a twofer here. Okay, doubling so, down. So the first one I'm gonna go with is Ben Greenwood, and I really do hate to belittle a fellow ginger. Uh, I, this is
1: this is this is red on red crime.
0: Yeah, you know, and there's. You gotta, there's, you gotta, few of, there's so few of us left. you got to protect your own. So, his team photo makes him look like he's one of the Weasleys. But not the good kind that you all know and love. No, this Weasley could only be described as off. Which is why they locked him away in the basement. And his smile, it says, Come here, I'm harmless, but I might also try and stick my finger in your butt. So... <laughs> Yeah, so because of that, again, obviously the things I made up, I think, you know, we'd like to punch him in his what looks like a 20-inch square jaw. Yeah, it's... And then my real, in my heart of hearts pick, yep. you know, it, I think Jess and I, kindred spirits, uh, my pick was also Milos Kirkus. Milos. A man who in many photos looks like he could not count to 20 with his boots off starting at 19. Like, just an absolute dunce. Like, you have to look... Like, it's not one. It's several where you're just like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He looks like the kind of guy, when you ask him the question, how's it going, he would respond in kind with, yeah, or thanks. Not yeah. remotely comprehending. No, he looks like he's got the IQ of pancake. Exactly. Like he's just- exactly. Like, you'd just be like, how's it going? And be like, turtle. Like, just has no idea.
1: Joe. Well, that picture, he looks kind of handsome, but the rest of them... But anything.
0: You know, just absolutely just like yeah. derails the conversation. And then he's got like the perpetual duck lips yeah, face, which, again, can't be controlled. That's genetics because of his hobo habilis jaw. I thought you'd like that. That's a good one. Right? I you like know? that like, one. Yeah. yeah. So protruding jaw. Again, I thought you were going to go with Cro-Magnon, but yeah, no, I, I dig it. Yeah, no, it's the bottom is out. So that's definitely a homo habilis. Just, it's just itching to be punched. <laughs> so for all those reasons and more... My true heart of hearts pick. Yeah, exactly.
1: The picture, the first picture on Google is him holding up a number one. It's like, Milos.
0: How old are you? Yeah. yeah. How many chocolate milks did you drink today? Yeah. yeah. One. So that, which I think, well-deserved, the most punchable face. That is a good one. Oh, I, I'm sure he's a great person.
1: Oh, yeah. They all are. They oh. all are.
0: Oh. Woof. Oh.
1: Okay. All right, let me gather myself. My pick, and again, I must have something out for backup goalkeepers uh, because as I scroll through, I came across Janut Radu. He is a Romanian backup goalkeeper. And in the picture on Google, when you click on players, he looks, he's like a Romanian Borat. Like everything I feel that comes out of his mouth is like overly sexual. He has these very like gazing eyes. He's like... Like, a guy in the club is just like, yes, I want to know what it smells like. Like, it's, like, just overly creepy in all of his pictures. Like, like, this one? Look at this. That has to be the one that goes up on the post. Oh, yeah. Because it's just, like... Those are, like... Yes, I do like when the lady, they fart in the cup, <laughs> and then I put it... Over my mouth, like it's just like it's just like the most like he's the weird dude in the locker room. Oh yeah, like he's like you don't understand. He's Beauty the guy when like, you walk out and come back. And
0: he's like smelling your cleats. and He's like
1: Radu. No, very natural, friend. No, this is how we bond over smell of the feet and the grass. Like it's just like everything out of his mouth. Everything out of his mouth is like super over the top and bizarre and like slightly sexual. And he always hugs all of the players' wives like just a little too long. And just, like, smells their hair. <laughs> it
0: just takes, like... just He's got, like, <laughs> the scissors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are one of them. i to save that for later.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I got no animosity against him. Never seen him play. He played a lot in, in Italy. He got passed around a lot. So, he's on loan to Bournemouth now. Best of luck to him. I'm sure he is having the best of times chasing around English women.
0: So, there you go. All right. Jonad, Jon Jean Radu. All right, so that wraps up. I think one of the more vibrant, yeah. most punchable faces, and Absolutely. for a team again, you know, I think we don't. Re- I mean, there's some players that I do actually hate. Yeah, there's a visceral. These were none, and it's all you know. Like, tell you what, if you guys ever become listeners, have a go at Ryan and I. Yeah, we. I mean, our faces. Oh, I know are... my, I know my weak spot.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But I'm aware. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I'm start crying.
0: Ther- ther- therapy session.
1: So what it's not. It's not these rock hard fucking abs. I'm
0: a little soggy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Still working on it. Still work in progress. We're getting toit. We are. We're getting toit for lean the and, new year. Lean, lean and mean. Anyway. All right, Rye. So...
1: We get a big February coming up. We do. January, we're putting in the past.
0: We're putting it behind us.
1: I hope everyone's looking forward to February. It's a transitional month. It's a month of love. Yep. It's your it's your barf day month. It is, yes. Um, and I feel like it just brighter days are ahead.
0: Oh yeah. The
1: other day, prepping dinner, washing some dishes, and I look outside. I'm like, what t- What time is it? It's still light outside. And I look, uh,
0: four forty five.
1: Still light outside. And it was like, all what right. Okay,
0: better days around the corner. Take a
1: win where we can get one. yeah, we get some big things on on tap.
0: We will. we'll get to those. Oh big marketees. okay, sorry. Always with the big marketees. But first thing I think let's let's finalize this wine let's let's get the review in the books. okay, and then let's let's let the people know what they have to look forward to, wine wise, storyline wise. So let's hear it.
1: I had higher hopes. For this wine. Agreed. Okay. Because we've, we've, you've been fans of Silicon Spice for a while. Yes. We've consumed numerous bottles of Silicon Spice. And I feel like it always is really, really good. Yes. Scratches an itch. And just like, there's never anything bad to say about it. Right. So taking a flyer on this one, we kind of didn't know what we were getting into. I am left a little disappointed. It's still wine. I'm still going to drink it it's definitely not going to be
0: but as there's no difference in any of the price points again I, we haven't tried silk route right but at them being 10.99 I would never take this over the original just silk and spice right correct okay
1: yeah go with the with go to OG silk and spice this one again has kind of like it's not a metallic it's a weird crispness that you don't expect from a red wine and I guess I just I had higher hopes which is unfortunate. I think this is the first bottle that's really like left me wanting. Score wise, we, we hyped it up. Yeah, but you know what? That is what it is. You know, maybe that maybe someone picks it up and they're like, "I I love this." Like, I yeah. I I disagree. This is how I like my wine. Because remember, like I said last episode, it's face for every ass.
0: I would like to, you know, well, I'll go with the opinions of like assholes. Everyone has one, and they usually stink. Yeah.
1: Um, and again, we're just two assholes who like soccer yeah, and like drinking are, wine. These are our, yeah. these are our opinions. So I'm going to go, I don't want to go like so low where it's just like a fucking abomination. I'm going to go, cause it'll give me a chuckle. I'm going to go 6.9.
0: Okay. I'm not going to go nearly that low. Okay. But, so I think, yes, where I would have liked a little bit more body, a little bit more legs from being in an oak barrel as opposed to steel. That did. So I think I'm trying not to let the hype okay. affect my score.
1: You're a bunch more fair than I am on this. Yeah.
0: So I still, there's still a lot of flavors that I do like. I like the plum. Mm-hmm. I like the smell, the peppery smell. I, I love the color, the mouthfeel. So it has a lot of good qualities. I think it is a solid wine. Again, for a solid price, I wouldn't, if you had the, if the two silken spices right next and they were the same price i would take the other one right but i still think it is it is a solid wine, especially if you're you're looking for that that little bit of difference that little bit of extra spice on it mm-hmm. not as smooth um so i'm going to give this a seven, five. Oh, okay so it's still it's right in like the wheel i i don't i don't dislike it right it's just I don't like it as much as I thought I was going to, but yeah. I, it's still enjoyable. Okay. So This is the first time my score's been lower than yours. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Like It was fun. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that, uh, I think we've done two Portuguese wines and both of your scores have been in the sixes. No shit. Yeah. The first one, the cherry, which I feel like we need to go back to, but anyway.
1: Yeah. So there you have it. Well, where are we going on our adventures next?
0: So, we are going take a little we're going to do a little detour. Okay. Okay, yeah. not not in the sense you might be thinking. Okay. It's still going to be the same format, but as we are in the, going to be in the month of February, yeah, we are. we're going to be I want to really embrace like, you know, Valentine's Day, so yep. it's going to be a month of love. Yeah, it is. So, our topic yep. is going to be just romance and soccer. Hell yeah! So we're gonna talk about moment, like it could be a player you loved, a okay. coach you loved, yep. a moment you loved, okay? Just something about the sport that you love. So that's gonna be is just the romance of the game, yes. the history, everything that we love about it. We're gonna bring to the table. We're gonna discuss, and we're just gonna be nostalgic. We're gonna be drinking red wine. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be a feel good episode. Yeah. And to that point, oh my wife better will, watch out. This is gonna be the first episode. That we do not do a most punchable face. Oh, okay. As it is the month of love and, and affection, yeah. the hallmark holiday known as Valentine's Day, we are going yep. to be doing the most kissable face. And to oh, that, we're not even—you're okay. not limited to. You're not limited to players in the Premier League. You're li- you any player. Yep. That you just want to absolutely plant one on. Okay. That that's going to be your pick, and to our listeners. That's who. That's what we want. The right end is the most kissable face. Yeah, and it, I think
1: also on top of that, like if there is a moment in soccer that you because like we love the feedback, and I feel like, you know, as the emails come in, like people are also commenting on on both portions of the show. Like, what do you love about soccer? Like, yeah. what is one moment, one player? Like, and I think, I think that'd be great feedback to share with uh, with everybody.
0: So as we're we're in that we're it's loving, we're trying to think yeah. of what one why... I just took my shirt off. You did my overshirt. I still have my very layers. very Lots
1: tight deep V neck on in case it's an audio medium. But you use your imagination.
0: So we're talking about love. We try to think what wine like can express love. And so I was thought the as I'm staring at my very Italian co-host that something from Italy. Yes, you know love language Italian. Yum. You know it's it's very it's pretty romance you know, Venice. Um, Tuscany, know, Tuscany. So we're the, actually going to be so coast. Ryan. Why don't you tell the people what we'll be drinking for next episode?
1: Oh, I can't wait because this is actually going to be the first Italian wine that we have drank on this show. Yes, it is. Uh, due to a slight and innocent mishap, correct? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to be drinking the Corte alla Flora Rosso Toscana. IGT it is from 2017 it is an Italian red blend I'm not going to the full tasting notes just teasing it this was sold to me at a at a wine store near us and the guy said and this is what spoke to me he's like this thing hits above its weight It is the best bang for your buck. Which is what we've
0: always wanted to try and find, so... Yep, so I
1: I was like, say less good, sir, as my kid was sampling cheese from from the, the free cheese platter, just getting himself all bound up. I was like, yeah, no. Get me on board with this. So I am super excited. One, talk about love and soccer. Drink some Italian wine. I have the highest of hopes for this next week. I am so excited.
0: Excellent. We're looking forward to it, and we would love to keep going as we've been having so much fun. But after VAR review, we are once again officially out of wine and must put the final cork in today's episode. So with that, we'll say listen to us next time on another exciting episode. Romantic Vino. episode. A romantic episode yeah. of Vino Novali. Ryan, you know what to do. Folks, remember always,
1: forever and always, sip and soccer responsibly. We bid you a Freddie adieu.